Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys my early round wide receiver targets for fantasy football in 2020. Now, these are guys I'm looking at in the first couple of rounds that I think are going to be very, very safe picks and that proved to put up some upside for my team as well. Typically, I'm not a huge wide receiver early guy. That's why these are guys that go from round one to four because they're not necessarily guys that are falling in the first round of the draft where I typically draft a running back. So before I get into the video, I would like to ask if you guys could all go down below and click that subscribe button. It's free. And I'm going to help you guys win your fantasy football championship. I produce content every single goddamn day. You're not going to want to miss out on it. Click the notification bell. Every video comes out at six a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So let's get right into it. Fantasy football, early round wide receiver targets for fantasy football 2020. Also check out my Twitter down below at NotoriousFNTSY. So let's get right into it. The first wide receiver to talk about here is Julio Jones, wide receiver of the Atlanta Falcons. Now, if you've been playing fantasy football for the last five, six, seven years, Julio Jones has been the goddamn staple of fantasy football teams for at least the last five years. This guy proves to be a top 10 wide receiver every single year. He's not a guy that's really injury prone at all. And he's just a very, very safe pick on your guys' team. So last season in 2019, he did play some games without Matty Ice, wide receiver number three in 2019, 274.1 PPR points in 2019 in just 15 games. So he missed one game, but that doesn't necessarily make the guy injury prone missing one game, missing half the season every year might. Shout out to Dalvin Cook. So 99 receptions last season on 157 targets, six total tutties, 20th amongst wide receivers, 1,394 yards, second amongst wide receivers. So Julio Jones put up the great reception, almost 100 receptions last season. He's going to see similar targets, similar receptions this season. If he plays all 16 games, he should easily be above 100 receptions. He only scored six touchdowns, 20th amongst wide receivers, and that is going to be the biggest knock on Julio Jones. This guy seems to be allergic to the end zone. He gets close to the end zone, or he's in the end zone, and Matt Ryan just throws the ball nine yards above him, or Julio just somehow drops it because he's just scared to score a touchdown. He's scared to score points for the Atlanta Falcons. But even with him only scoring six touchdowns, he still finishes as wide receiver number three. So the touchdown total, while it could hit 10, I'd honestly assume it's probably around five to seven touchdowns because that's just where he seems to be falling the last couple of years. Now, obviously, the Atlanta Falcons believe in him because they went ahead and brought him and gave him that nice juicy contract last season that he wanted. And another note for the Atlanta Falcons is they pretty much have the exact same goddamn team. Now, I know people might say, oh, Austin Hooper's gone. Yeah, Austin Hooper left and they replaced him with a younger, potentially better version of him in Hayden Hurst. They have other blocking tight ends. The offense is going to be humming this season. I think that Julio Jones has a great season yet again. He's just such a safe pick because the Atlanta Falcons are in a division where there's going to be a lot of games where the points are going to to be racking up in these games. And he also has a defense that while they address it in the NFL draft, just never turns out to be good. The Atlanta Falcons always try to draft a great defense. They try to bring in this big defense and then they all end up getting hurt week one. If you remember a couple seasons ago against the Philadelphia Eagles week one, their whole secondary ended up passing away back there. And it was, it was just sad for them, but the Atlanta Falcons defense is just never good. So I think that Julio Jones is a safe play because when they're playing from behind, you know what you have to do? You have to throw the ball. And another thing is they bring in Todd Gurley, and what they're what they're not going to do that the Rams did was put him on some type of load management, some type of a snap count. They're just going to run him out there until the guy passes away at the running back position. He's going to just jam the ball in there, and whether he dies week five 
or week 16, it doesn't matter to them because now they have a running back that can actually do something because Devontae Freeman and, and Todd Gurley are pretty much the exact same guy. Two injury-prone backs, just Todd Gurley is slightly better. So I love the Atlanta Falcons offense this year, and I think that Julio Jones should be able to maintain the success he's had for the past couple of years, and he's honestly falling into the second round of a lot of drafts just due to the fact that there's these sexy names. Obviously, Michael Thomas is the one, but you can argue Julio is the second-best wide receiver in fantasy football. Guys like DeAndre Hopkins are getting drafted above him, Mr. Devontae Adams, as well as Tyreek Hill. So Julio Jones is typically a front-of-the-second-round pick, but obviously, that's still some great value for a very, very safety net of a pick in Julio Jones. So the next wide receiver here to talk about is Mr. Kenny G. Kenny Galladay of the Detroit Lions. So let me know down below what you guys thought about Julio Jones, and let me know if my list so far, if you have anyone else you would add to the list before we get to the third and final guy of the video. So this guy, the second guy, is Kenny Galladay of the Detroit Lions. Now let me tell you something. Kenny Galladay legitimately last season had eight games with Matthew Stafford and eight games with a guy named David Blau. Most people didn't know who David Blau was. I had no fucking idea who David Blau was when he moseyed onto the field and actually played pretty good. So he can do it with Stafford, and Stafford was on pace last year to legitimately have the best season of his career. He was on a MVP-like pace of balling out of control, and then he ended up getting hurt. But that's okay, because he should be back, and he should be fine. Now, I'm not the kind of person who is going to predict an injury on a guy who I don't think is super injury-prone, but that back does kind of worry me. But what doesn't worry me is Kenny Galladay's talent. Regardless of if it's Stafford, regardless if it's Blau, regardless if it's some Joe Schmo off the goddamn bench of the Lions, they're going to ball out. Kenny Galladay's still going to play well. So wide receiver number 9 in 2019, like I said, with Stafford half the time, and with David Blau the other half the time, 248 PPR points in 2019. He played all 16 games. He's not one of those kind of guys who you really worry about the injury concern. 65 receptions on 116 targets. That's worrisome. The only reason why you would worry is because he's not going to be seeing as many receptions when other when Stafford's over there not in the game. He's sitting on the bench and some other guy's throwing him the ball. Another worry, some people might worry, oh, Marvin Jones might stay healthy, this, that, and the other thing. Marvin Jones is bound to miss five games. But regardless of that, I still love this Detroit Lions offense. I think that Kenny Galladay can eat whether Marvin Jones is on the field or not. And he typically benefits from having another great wide receiver out there. Because literally last year it was like Kenny Galladay versus the world because on got hurt and Marvin Jones. So I think that Kenny Galladay is going to put up yet another amazing season. Last season, he had 11 total touchdowns, which is first amongst wide receivers. Now, that's not something I would necessarily predict to happen again because predicting touchdowns isn't as impossible as it gets. Julio Jones is one of those guys that's tall as fuck. He is the build of a guy who's going to score you 12, 13 touchdowns in a season. He never does. Kenny Galladay, good build. Will scored you 11 touchdowns last year. So who knew, knows what he will do in 2019. 20, but I think he should be a safe pick overall. I could see him going from around 8 to 10 touchdowns this season. A bit of a regression, but I think his reception total will go up just due to the fact that if Stafford can stay healthy, he will be getting balls thrown to him that he can actually catch. So, the final stat to talk about here for Kenny Galladay is 1,190 receiving yards, 6th amongst wide receivers, so he finished in the top 10 of the receiving yards and top 10 of the touchdowns. His reception total was kind of low for wide receivers, but his target number is high. A guy who's getting 100 plus targets are guys you want to target in your fantasy draft, and a guy who only caught 65 of 116 balls. There is 
a point where you see that, and you should just be nutting in your pants because you should be like, holy shit, he could catch even more next year just getting the same 116 targets. So that's why I love Kenny Galladay. He's a very, very safe pick and is on a team that, while might not be the most star-studded roster, I mean, Matt Patricia may be on the hot seat with his goddamn pencil in his ear, but at the end of the day, the Lions will end up having a good offense just like they always do because Matthew Stafford, the gunslinger, will carry them or David Blau will carry them. Who really knows? But what I do know is that Kenny Galladay is a guy that I'm really, really, really growing to love this season. I loved him last season, and what he saw, what he showed me was that he could be a top 10 talent again, and I think he has the potential to be a top 5 guy if Stafford stays healthy. If not, probably a top 12 guy for me. So, the final wide receiver of the video is Mr. DJ Moore of the Carolina Panthers. Now, there are going to be those people that are worried, kind of like me. I am a bit worried about DJ Moore. He's the guy I'm most worried about out of this list, but I still think he's safe. Now, DJ Moore goes from having a bunch of garbage quarterbacks. Uh, Cam Newton really is a good quarterback, but he was pretty fucking garbage last year if you're watching the games. The guy was playing like Stevie Wonder in the pocket. He couldn't see anything, and he was just dying. It was like, he was John Cena, you can't see me type of deal, but the defense can see him, and they're going to absolutely destroy him. So now Matt Rule comes in here, and they bring in Teddy Throzevelt, Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater to be the Carolina Panthers wide receiver, and not wide receiver, quarterback. Now, last year he finished wide receiver number 16 with a Petri dish, a assortment, a carousel, a carnival ride, as you could say, of quarterbacks. There's a bunch of guys going in the game, and he finishes a top wide receiver, top 20 wide receiver, with fucking Kyle Allen being the quarterback. You know where Kyle Allen now? The backup for Dwayne Trashcan Hashcans in Washington. So I think that Carolina obviously gets a better quarterback going from Bridgewater to, or going from Kyle Allen to Bridgewater. Even if I don't believe personally in Bridgewater, he'll still give the ball to DJ Moore. The offense is centered around two guys. It's DJ Moore and it's Mr. Christian McCaffrey. Now, I understand they bring in some other guys in free agency. They bring in some other players, blah, blah, blah. But it's not going to fucking matter because Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore are the two most talented guys on this roster, and they will be getting the ball. So, last season, wide receiver 16, like I said, 230.5 PPR points in 2019. He only played in 15 games. That's okay, though. 87 receptions on 135 targets. So, he's going to be seeing maybe even more targets this year that are better and easier to catch because of the fact that the quarterback play is going to be better. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is known to kind of be one of those check down kind of guys. He's just looking in front of him. But DJ Moore will be there because Matt Rule is smart enough to know to put CMC and DJ Moore in the correct spot so that he only has to look at two fucking guys because the other guys on the team are not really all that good. He only scored four touchdowns, and obviously that is a worry for a guy that I think has the potential to be a top 10, even a top 5 guy. But I think at the end of the day, you have to buy into the talent. Four touchdowns, only 43rd amongst wide receivers, but I think he could obviously be much higher if the quarterback play is better, which I expect it to be with Teddy Bridgewater. He finished with 1,175 receiving yards, eighth amongst wide receivers, so that the reception total, the target total, and the yards total should be around the same, and I think the touchdowns could go up, so I think that DJ Moore is a very, very safe bet for 2020, even though the Carolina offense may not be humming. We saw Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore absolutely tear it up in 2019, so it just has to get slightly better in 2020 for him to finish above wide receiver 16, and I just think that is a lock to happen so thank you guys all for watching this video if at any point you ended up enjoying please make sure to click that subscribe button on your screen or down below check out the video above or to the left or to the top left of me make sure to leave a comment telling me what you liked what you didn't like have a great rest of your day i love each and every single one of you guys and as always have a great rest of your day good boy